Michael, how are you doing? Phil, I'm doing really good. How are you? I'm great, and that serves you right. I'm excited to be here. I'm so happy to be here. There's nowhere I would rather be than right here with you. Well, I can think of a couple places I'd rather be than with you right now. Phil, what episode is this? This is episode 11. Holy crap. Let's go. All right. so stupid i love it michael i'm really excited to be on another podcast with you <sighs> me too i'm glad that we're actually making this actually happen uh, i feel like we're really committed to each other like our relationship has like grown to a whole nother level i feel like it has i feel like we're at that next level so i'm excited about it it's a deep deep bond like i feel like a love bond i don't know connected bondage even i don't know i'm not that into it no it's kind of weird it's not my style. I mean, go for it if that if you like it, but I I'm gonna pass. I don't I don't want to have to have come up with a safe word. I probably forget <laughs> it. Oh, that's great. Well, that was stupid. Um, I think we should just dive in. Soda pops. Oh yeah, let's do this. Let's. What do you got? What do you got? Well, okay, okay. So tonight I am drinking a uh, one that was recommended to me by the Pop and Sweets Ooh. down in Provo, and uh, it's a Sprecher. Brewing Company joint. It's uh, the Raven Red Soda, and uh, mm. it's it's actually a cranberry cherry. Ooh. So I'm uh, I'm pretty excited. This is my first time tasting a Sprecher, and uh, I'm gonna dive in while you while you tell us about yours. Sounds good. Well, I was over to the Ace Hardware. That sounded good. I was at the Ace Hardware oh, yeah. the other day. And I was there buying, I was working with an LED light kit. And because we're students and their school owned property, the, someone had lost like one of the knobs. So I went to Ace and they had like a knob for me to screw in uh, an LED light on a stand. And while I was there, I found these awesome bottles of frosty beverages that just called my attention. So I bought three of them. And I'm going nice. to do my best to make sure that they last to the next two podcasts after this one. So this one is called the Frostop. The Frostop is the brand. And this is a vanilla caramel cream soda. Oh, wow. And it says, sounds extra creamy. Great creme brulee taste. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Ooh. Ooh, wow. That was a good That was a good one. It was good. Now, I did, I did drink my other soda that I was planning on doing, which... You know, we'll do for another podcast. Mike, how's your soda? You know, I've uh, I'm just smelling it right now. It's got a, a nice, you know, for a for a cranberry cherry soda, I would expect the color to be a little darker, but it's it's pretty light, almost like a like a peach color. Let's just kind of swirl that around there. <laughs> a little Tim and Eric for you. Oh wow. That's actually really nice. It's not. Uh, it's not really like overpowering. I mean, I can definitely taste the cherry and the cranberry, and uh, I wouldn't say it's got like uh, this soda I tried the other day was just like way too syrupy, and uh, this one is very light. 
It's refreshing. Got lots of ice with it, and uh, did the ice? Wow, I'm I'm really excited. Did the ice to, come with it, or did you add that? I uh, I added the ice. Oh, okay. Just and, checking. Uh, just just making sure. This is very good. I'd highly recommend this. Uh, Sprecker's Raven Red Cranberry Cherry Gourmet Soda, um, bottled in Wisconsin, and uh, is, yeah, very very tasty. Not not too overpowering at all. They've got a bunch of other flavors. Uh, one that I have upstairs in my fridge is a raspberry that I'm excited to try. But uh, very good, very good. I got to tell you, I'm, I'm pleasantly. I'm actually pleasantly surprised. I got to tell you, my first sip of this soda. I seriously felt like I was drinking creme brulee. Really? Yeah, if you like creme brulee, this soda's for you. For me, it might be a little too sweet. I don't think this is something. And it, it, it's sold in like a 32 ounce. So really? Bottle. Yeah, it's like a it's giant. It's a commitment. It's like a giant bottle for like a dollar thirty nine. And so this might be a little too strong for me, but uh, it's it's tasty. Well, maybe it just needs to be sipped, not guzzled, but sipped. Very rich. It's got a lot of depth you, and a nice body. Are you drinking it? I feel like I can smell it through the, through the, <laughs> through the internet. You know what this creme brulee tastes like. That's what it smells like. Yeah. Mm. Huh. I'm, I'm, well, I like it. Do you think you'll drink? The, you'll pound the whole thirty-two ounce? Oh yeah, I'm fat. I'm gonna do that. That's gonna happen. <laughs> it's totally gonna happen. <laughs> cool. Oh, well, good. 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 Okay. Well, now that we got our sodas out of the way, let's dive into this and give the people what they want, Mike. Let's yeah. give it to them. Let's give it to them so hard that they just scream in excitement. Let's do it. And I have a little clip to get us started. Speaking of this, okay, so anyone who doesn't know, that's the Game of Thrones soundtrack. But uh, side note, did you change your clan in clan, Clash of Clans today? No, not yet. Okay. But I think I think I'm going to. I'm doing it today. You are? Yeah, it's more important to me to hang out with my family, I guess, and do stuff with them. Me? Well, it's more important for me to hang out with your family too. So. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, Payton, I'm, Payton, I if you're listening you. to this, come, Bladen, come. Oh yeah, we gotta tell everybody. There's so many people we have to tell before we can just Curtis, switch over. Curtis, come. <laughs> yeah. Everybody. Well, so Game of Thrones has been. Chugging away now, and we're on episode three. Three. Yeah, we yeah. just did episode three. Do you like this? We got like the full background music and everything. It is. I feel like it's gone a little too long now, though. Well, no, I turned it way down. Like you shouldn't be able to hear it very loudly. It's just subtle. It's behind our voices. Oh, okay. We're soothing the people. Yes. Okay. So, um, and you're you're caught up, right? Yes, I am. I'm completely caught. So up. I, I guess we should be safe to say big, huge spoilers. We will be talking about spoilers here from the last three episodes of of Game of Thrones. Yeah, season four. So biggest, probably the biggest thing is what they're calling the purple wedding. Oh yeah, right. And that that was uh, old Joffrey getting getting poisoned. He did one of the best deaths I've seen. Great death. Great. Great death and great ac- accusation at the end. Yep. He accused uh, Tyrion as his as his uh, murderer. Yep, everyone bought and, it. Uh, and uh, Sansa was taken away, whisked out of the castle. To Littlefinger, we found yes. out. Um, the Hound. Who then killed? Who then told about how he had uh, 
co- like uh, kind of coached the guy with what to say and how to manipulate her and how to make her think certain things. Everyone, everyone in the capital is a liar. <laughs> yep. Um, but then in episode three, it got really risque. Yeah, episode three, there's a lot of controversy about this one. So for anyone who knows, it's already a pretty crazy show because it deals with like rape and incest and things like that, which, you know. From episode one, from season episode one, episode one, one is full of like nudity and incest and all sorts of stuff that nobody and wants to And this one see. took it to the H&L, Mike, the whole nother level. Yes. Because why? Well, it was a brother and a sister. Uh, you know, well, I, I guess I, you could say it was a rape. Uh, brother raping a sister at the their child's at their child's like deathbed right next to and their it, dead child and it was their their dead child that they yeah they yeah anyway conceived without anyone knowing oh boy yes crazy stuff but uh yeah so that's enough that but i mean i don't know weird stuff it's a weird show I feel well, there's, the yeah. controversy goes a little bit deeper. So I've never read the books, but the people who have are basically talking about how every consensual sex scene in the books has become a rape in the TV series, including that one. Really? Yeah. Um, well, I, I did hear that George R. R. Martin said that he, it was different in the book than it was portrayed in the show. Yeah. And so, I don't know. I don't know why they would make it a rape then. Yeah, and there's a couple different things that are very different. Like, um, at the Red Wedding, the where Rob Stark and his wife and his mom died. Is that what they call it, the Red Wedding? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, his mom, uh, his, just him and his mom died. His wife didn't die. And his wife has a completely different name. Oh. So they've taken some liberties with it. But honestly, I mean, it's HBO's number one show. It's, I mean, a cult hit across everyone it's one of tv's most popular shows so they're obviously doing things right and the controversy is totally. playing up um i have a teacher from britain and he was talking he's friends with george R. 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 martin and he was talking about how um a lot of it is based off of medieval law and he was telling us about medieval culture and there's a book they found about medieval like um what's the best way manners and one of them's like don't walk up to someone who's taking a dump and start talking to them like in, on, on the side of the street it's in a that bro. was a law? <laughs> it was like a, ma- a rule of manners. The bro code. Yeah, the, the code among them. But it was like any woman was for fair game. So you literally had to have someone there to protect you. Not wow. just like marriage wasn't protection. It was like you had to have someone there to protect you because it was like fair game for anyone of a higher class than you. And everyone else of a lower class was still doing it anyway because they're scum. So huh. things are very different. And to our culture and society, it's very shocking. But apparently back then, that was the status quo. Qua. Qua. Interesting. Well, uh, it's been a good show. My favorite part of probably about this whole, ep- of the most recent episode, was Khaleesi and her her uh, interaction with, I don't know, whatever this, I can't keep them all straight. But she's basically going from town to town, you know, freeing the slaves, and they are joining her army. Yeah. And so she gives, like, this this big speech about, you know, come be free basically and uh she's pimp like i kind of just want her just to kill everybody yeah I don't, I don't really care about anybody else other than her i mean i like john snow i like john and, snow a lot and i really i really like egret but uh i feel like their characters don't have enough like 
depth to, I don't know, carry carry the whole show out, right? Right. Where Khaleesi does. So I think that's enough Game of Thrones spoilers so that people can who Hate maybe us. didn't listen to that could uh, start listening again. <laughs> sounds sounds good. I'll have to, that's what I should do. I should put in the show notes what times you can like we start yeah, talking about what. I like it. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. I like it. So uh there's some other television that you've been watching. Yeah, so, so I've been it. so behind. I've I've been way behind and so I'm trying to catch Priorities, up man. I know, I know. So I guess my four at film school is not good enough for you. Jerk. No, no. Okay, whatevs. I'm happy about it. So, um, yeah, How I Met Your Mother. I finally caught up, powered through that this last weekend. Loved it. A lot of people were very upset with the ending. Mike, I'd like to get your take on it. <sighs> All right. So, I've I've really liked How I Met Your Mother. I've watched I've watched it, I've watched every episode. I've really kind of grown to love the characters and. Um, I feel like the episode was, I feel like it ended good, but I wish that it would have, and I mean, I understand it's, it's a sitcom. They really like, they can't get away with doing much more than like an hour series finale, which is, which is quite a bit. And, but I felt like everything was just so rushed in the end, Yeah, you know, and, and it was just like, boom, I met your mother, boom, spoiler alert, she dies, boom. Then I got hooked back up with with uh robin robin right and uh and that's fine and i like i feel good about that and i feel like ted and robin were kind of meant to be together all along but like why not i don't know i don't maybe just like take the other girl out of the picture and be like it was actually robin she ditched barney at the wedding and i don't know i just felt like the whole thing was really rushed and i didn't love it i I felt like they didn't really i don't know Cause they tried to like play on your emotions a lot and like really make it work for you. But I, the whole time I was really just kind of like, really, this is, this is the end. Like just like that, just it's over. Yeah. Yeah. So I wish, I guess I wish I, they would have met, he would have met the mother and then they would have said, Oh, and surprise, we actually have another like half hour or another hour episode about the life with the mother. And then, actually going with Robin and kind of doing that. Yeah. I don't know. I, for me, I think a lot of people are upset because, you know, Barney and Robin get married and then they get divorced and then Ted's wife dies and then Ted and Robin like end up hooking up at the end. And a lot it's of people convenient. were, yeah, a lot of people were pissed about that. It seems like because we're as Americans, we want a happy ending. And from my perspective, I actually, I mean, that made sense to me. Barney's not going to change that much. Oh, yeah, no, I, I from think a it was a happy, from a, I think it was a happy from ending. From a character perspective, I think everyone fulfilled what they needed to. And that's something that I really enjoyed about it. I also really enjoyed that the last season was basically, you know, one weekend. And we got to, I mean, I felt like I was living the weekend with them because it was almost real time with the crap they were going through. You hmm. know what I mean? So, so yeah, for me, I was yeah. I was okay with it, um, but yeah, I know what you mean. I would have been happy with another season or two of them explaining it and more experiences. Yeah, and then kill off his wife. Yeah. Now they did. I did know that she was going to die early. They did a pretty good, pretty big hint to that. Prior, they're sitting Where at the, was they're it? sitting at the table and they're talking, and 
they were talking about how when Robin's mom didn't show up to the wedding and the wife, the mother goes, um, yeah, what kind of mom doesn't show up to her daughter's wedding? And then Ted starts to cry. And I was like, oh, she's dying. Oh. Yep. So it was like a couple episodes before that. Huh. Interesting. Yep. And that's why they were so excited that they became an old couple that knew each other's stories. And he was like, oh, we, we made it. Which was sweet. Yeah. You know, the, the whole love story, him meeting her, and that really was sweet. And they played it up a lot. I guess I just wish there would have been more. Yeah. Make it, make it an hour and a half long. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I feel you. Well, all in all, I was, I was happy with it. You know, I think yeah, I'm sad that it's over. But I guess they're doing a spinoff, How I Met Your Father. What? Yeah, that's pretty sure. I'm going to double check that right now. Really? Well, I'll take your word for it. So you've got another show that you finally are into. Yeah. House of Cards. Oh, man. It's about time. (laughs) I know. It's so good. It's taken a lot for me to get there, but I'm... Kevin Spacey is like my hero. Incredible. Incredible. (sighs) So what what are you liking about it? Um, The intrigue. The, I mean, everything. Everything? Just everything? Yeah. I just liked it. It's good. <laughs> I found myself surprised that I liked it so much. Um, hey, real fast. Uh, CBS ordered a pilot for How I Met Your Dad spinoff series on March 31st. Okay, so they ordered a pilot. They ordered a pilot. It'll never, hasn't been picked up yet. It'll never make it through. Meg Ryan joins the How I Met Your Mother spinoff. Yeah, it'll never make it. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, House of Cards, I... It's so real. The writing is so good. I mean, so I, good. for me, um, Chris, our good friend Chris Evans got me into the West Wing, and I haven't finished the whole series yet, but I loved just kind of getting a glimpse into politics. However, it was more of a happy political world, and this feels more real to me. With gritty. It's gritty, and it deals with some heavy things, so... Oh, dude, where are you in the? Where are you in it? So, spoiler: they just uh, they're laying inside the library at the library dedication because he just basically got a bunch of funds from a company to to donate to have a library named after him at his old oh. school. Yeah. So I'm just there, dude. You're not. You don't even know. Yet. <laughs> That's what I hear. I've, I, my problem is I've got this brain that remembers most things, and so even just like reading random comments or something on Imgur or Reddit. I'll find, oh, crap, like, that's a spoiler. And I'll remember it. And when I watch the shows, I keep that in mind, and I'm waiting for that moment. So all I know is I heard something about someone pushing someone into a subway. <laughs> yeah. So I just keep waiting for someone to get pushed into a subway. Yeah, well, yeah. Anyway. Just just keep watching. Yeah, that's that's that sucks. Ooh, creme brulee. Sorry, every time. <laughs> Hits you hard. <laughs> Mine is just so good. I'm loving it. Well, um, the House of Cards is good. It's good. Even the, despite despite some of the spoilers and things that I've heard, I'm really, really enjoying it, and I get to watch about an episode a day. So Nice. Very nice. I'll be, well, good. I'll be in season two here shortly. So should we move over to uh, movies? Let's do it. I have a, I have, I'm, I have a couple different intros, and we're going to try some different ones out for these different segments 
So we'll do probably a different one for the next, like, uh, I don't know, five, five times. So here's, here's this one. Uh, let's see which one. Let's do this one. Anyway, so I figured we could do some studio intros. Nice. We're going to get sued. Yeah, sure. Cool. Bring it on. I'd love some, some attention. I love it. Free more. No, no press is bad press. That's right. So uh, we're going to start out with, uh, with an older movie. And uh, for this movie this, this week, uh, we're going to do the 2004 movie, iRobot. Yeah. Getting, now, getting really Will Smith, right? Um, I, I don't, I don't love iRobot. I mean, I like it; it's okay. But there are a couple things that I really liked about it, and then there are a lot of things that I didn't like about it. What do you? What's your broad I, summary? I really, synopsis? I really enjoy it as a sci-fi film as well as a film about um, the singularity. So, for me, the singularity is always something that's kind of intrigued me. And this definitely, for me, I mean, it's interesting just thinking about the three laws, right? Huh. Um, and I believe this is an adaptation of Do, Do Androids Dream of Electronic Sheep, I think is what it's called. <laughs> you looked that up. No, I'm, I'm Googling it right now. Okay, you don't know that off the top of your head. I did know that off the top of my head. Do Androids Dream Ew. of Electronic Sheep. Yep, Philip K. Dick. And you are so nerdy. He's written so many books, even Blade Runner, which we were talking about earlier. So, mm. but yeah, it's a yeah. four out of five on Goodreads and Barnes and Noble. Oh, really? So I need to read the well, book because I hear the book is better. But for an adaptation, I the three so. rules is like a huge thing. And it's something that they keep in mind or they, they always focus on in, in, you know, AI science. So hmm. it's pretty, right. pretty prolific. Yeah. Uh, I liked the Audi that he drove. It was sweet. It was nice. Um, I remember there being some cool shots with, uh, what's the robot's name? Sam? Sam, something like that. Yeah. But I I remember some cool shots, just the action shots and, uh, some, you know, some of the driving chase scenes and things. Those were pretty cool. Um, overall, it's one of those movies that's like always on TV. Oh, actually Blade Runner was an adaptation of the same Oh, really? Oh. I'm going to double check and make sure that we're talking about the same thing, but I'm pretty sure it is. I trust you. Well, so, uh, I don't know. Overall, I would say iRobot is not my favorite movie, and I don't really look forward to watching it, and I've only ever watched it. I I mean, maybe I watched it a couple the first couple times, once in theaters, and then a couple times out of choice after that, but... Since then, it's kind of like, well, there's nothing else on, so I guess I'll watch iRobot. Stupid. And uh, I don't know. I just didn't love it. So for me, star rating, I'm going to give iRobot a 2.5 out of 5. So I misspoke, and I've just like committed blasphemy in the world of sci-fi. Blade Runner is Do Android's Dream of Electronic Sheep. iRobot was written by Isaac Asimov like one of the godfathers of of sci-fi. But they're making a sequel. An iRobot sequel? Guess who the director is and the writer. Michael Bay. No, 
Ronald D. Moore from Battlestar oh, Galactica and Star Trek. Ew. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. Wow. Well, I'm excited. We'll see if that ever actually happens. Officially excited. Okay, so yeah, I give iRobot a 2.5 out of five. Really? This is like one of our yeah. I mean, it's like discrepancies. It's right down the middle, and I, you know, I'll watch it occasionally, but I don't like look forward to watching it. I won't. I don't go out of my way to watch it. Okay, four, four out of five for me. I would go out of way. This is one of the very first films I ever bought on Blu-ray. I loved it that much. So. Well, it's probably worthy of a Blu-ray. I mean, it has some really cool it's, visuals. It's great. All the futury stuff. Will Smith, budget 120 million, box office 347. Yeah, wow, that's a, win. That's a straight up success. A screenplay, a screenplay by Akiva Goldsman. Come on, come on. What has he done? I can eat everything. <sighs> everything, including your favorite book. Really? Yeah. What's your favorite? Hey, what? What's your favorite? Come book? on, I'm listening. What's your favorite book? The Giver. No, it's not. <laughs> okay, I'm going to start. The Client, Batman Forever, A Time to Kill, client. Batman and Robin, Lost in Space, Practical Magic, Deep Blue Sea, A Beautiful Mind, oh, Starsky yeah. and Hutch, iRobot, Constantine, Cinderella Man, Mr. Wow. and Mrs. Smith, um, Poseidon, The Da Vinci Code, mm. I Am Legend, Angels and Demons, Hancock, Cinderella Man, Angels and Demons, Kings, Wow, Fringe, a whole bunch of Fringe. Oh wow, Fringe! Yeah, he was in, he was a consulting producer and a writer and a director. Oh, and he's doing Allegiant. He's done, yeah. So, Lone, real quick, he's a producer on Lone Survivor. I maybe maybe we can talk about this in another episode. But I went and saw Divergent. I don't know if we talked about it here, but I w- said that I was just not excited about it. I didn't care. I wasn't going to see it. My wife asked me to, she's like, let's just go see it. And I was like, okay, fine. Went and saw it, and I really liked it. Okay, that's good to like, hear. It was, it was really good. And uh, now we're going to, like, I'm going to read the second book. Do you feel like it was? Because I liked it enough. Do you feel like it was good because you had low expectations? Do you feel yes. like it was good because it was good? It was uh, so a little bit of both, but I definitely went in with super low expectations, like begrudgingly saying, fine, I'll watch this <laughs> stupid movie. But, but I came out of it going, wow, that was, I actually really enjoyed that. And I actually am looking forward to the sequel cool. or the next three sequels, you know, cause it'll be like probably four movies, you know, cool. Well, split up into multiple parts. I have to check it out. Yeah. Um, all right, well, that takes care of iRobot. Let's jump to our new movie, which was... With Transcendence. Yeah. And I have a clip. Here we go. Oh. This is taking a long time for a clip. Well, my clip's not playing. No, I guess we don't need a clip now. Oh, here we go. I had the volume turned down. <laughs> Imagine a machine with intelligence greater than every person in the world. Professor? Will's body is dying, but we can upload his consciousness. Will, my God. He may be intelligent, may even be sentient, but this is not Will. It's him! The world isn't ready for this. They'll be scared at first, but once they embrace it, it will change their lives. Transcendence. There you go. 
So I I literally finished this and then rushed back here to start this podcast. So this is very fresh in my brain space. So that could be a good thing, could also be a bad thing. For me, I enjoyed the film. I I enjoyed the film. I think it was I think you it's definitely you have to be on a very high intellectual level to enjoy it. If you're if you're not really into intellectual thinky films, you're probably going to get bored really fast. You think you think so? I mean, that was one of my things is I felt like it was kind of not that intellectual. Like it wasn't fully thought out. Really? Yeah. Okay, I'd like to hear this. Let's let's hear okay. this. <clears throat> well, so I saw this last night, so it's somewhat somewhat fresh. But um I mean, so the idea of the whole so let's just give out the uh, the warning, you know, there will be spoilers here. So the whole purpose of this is there's a guy he gets poisoned and shot and he's dying. And so they upload his brain, his consciousness, his, you know, his brain, his brain activity to this computer database, right? Basically, because the brain is electrical impulses and it can be measured and it can be monitored. And, you know, one of the things with this movie is you have to, you have to really believe in a lot of stuff. You gotta be like, you gotta let a lot of stuff go. Like, the, the lady is taking these electrical currencies or currencies currents and she's like having them processed as code and then she's cross referencing them with other languages and like it's this you have to give it a lot to to believe that this is actually happening but but at the same time like I feel like it, it wasn't like a super a super deep film like it didn't make me really question myself really or anything no um it did make me think about the future and like the potential and the what what could happen as artificial as artificial intelligence gets better because we're definitely moving in that direction i mean think of siri you know and how far apple has come with their with their voices like speaking to you or understanding what you're saying and and being able to you know, give you back data, things like that, you know, or like the Xbox recognizing your face when you walk into the room and, and you telling know, your, having everything knowing change. your heartbeat and knowing whether or not like you in with Xbox fitness, it without you having to do anything, it knows your heart rate. It can check your pulse. It can tell whether or not you've lost weight. It can tell you whether or not you're doing things better than you were last time. Right. Yeah. So it's getting better, but I wouldn't, I also wouldn't necessarily say that that's AI. You know, that's more just like monitoring, high-level monitoring. Kind of like he did in the movie. Right. He was able to read her body through these things and, you know, be able and to interpret tell data. her vitals and interpret what she, how she's feeling. But at the same time, like, I wouldn't say that we really have anything that is absolute AI as a reference point for where we are nowadays. So I feel like the fact that they had it set kind of almost at present day kind of ruined the movie for me if they would have said this is 20 years from now or 50 years from now and had it be kind of in the future that would have been totally different because i would have felt like that was a little bit more achievable still maybe on the cutting edge and like unbelievable but still like i wouldn't have to just believe so much okay i disagree with a lot of what you just said in all honesty um 
I want to know why. We're going to have to post a video of a a YouTube video of a, my friend Nate Baker. Um, He showed me this video and this guy has a prosthetic arm that he can just cup onto the end of his arm. And then with his brain, he can twist the arm. He can pick up glass. He can pick up small things. He can like move his wrist just with thought. So, but that's not AI. But it is a huge step towards using brain signals to control machine. Okay, which is a huge part of it. And there was a recent test they did where they basically trained a rat here in the United States, connected probes to its brain, trained it based on, you know, like you do with a rat in a cage to finish a maze. Yeah. Transferred the mouse's data to another mouse in South America. And the mouse finished the ra- the maze significantly faster than other mice had ever finished it. Hmm. So they are already in the process of transferring brain waves and memory, and it should get to the point where, let's say that you, Mike, are, are you are a great web developer, you're great at UI, UX, all of these different things. And let's say I want to know that there should come a point where there's a marketplace where I can come to you and pay you for your knowledge and experience, download it to my brain and immediately know that. Well, let's say I need to pour concrete. I can learn how to pour concrete. Now, naturally, I have to learn the muscle movements to get it, but knowledge should become downloadable at some point. And these are all we're things so, that they're working We are towards. so far away from that and to have the movie set like, but if they're transferring in data, modern day. If they're already transferring data from one mouse to another mouse, that's a pretty big deal. That's a mouse. It's a mouse, yeah. It's, it's not a, a human brain. It's a mouse brain. <laughs> it's totally different. My, do you know why they test things on mice? Because they're genetically very similar to us. Yeah, well, so are monkeys. Right, which they used in the bo- in the movie as the thing they, they mapped. I'm just, I'm just saying. So the whole point like is talking about not programming a, an AI, but using someone's consciousness to be the AI. Right, right. I understand that. And that's what the movie was about. And it pro- they proved it in the end that that truly was, that he was spoiler. self-aware. Spoiler. It was his consciousness. Huge spoiler. Right? Huge spoiler. But but at the same time, I don't think we're anywhere near that today. Okay. I don't like you can't take your electrical impulses and translate them over to code. What about right what now. about the implants to help people hear? Because not only is this talking about AI and it's not only talking about the you know transcendence or the singularity, it's also talking about taking um, you know what is it micro what are they nanotechnology, nanotechnology all of these different things and controlling yeah. nanotechnology and. Um, you know, it's all of the things that that we're working towards. They're they're eventually going to be there. I, I it's gonna yeah. it's gonna happen, and I think it's gonna happen much sooner than you think it's gonna happen. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm just naive, now, and the NSA is out there <laughs> listening to me right is, now, being oh crap, that fills <laughs> onto us. I'm, people are gonna raid my room. No, now your other your other thought about your statement about this didn't really make me think much about my humanity or think much about you know who I am for me it actually did because the whole purpose of the singularity is who are we are we intelligence or are we our bodies right are we awareness because we have a brain or are we something more than just that that's the whole purpose of you know the the mindset behind you know the singularity and and I can't remember the exact term but there's even a subset in Mormonism of people who debate this right because you know Mormons believe that 
you know, we are a spirit inside a body. But then there are a lot of people who have the question, well, can you transfer your spirit to technology? Can it become code? I, I don't think so. It's an interesting, interesting question. I'm not going to comment on either way. But there's some interesting thoughts. And one of the things that it really made me think of was, you know, at the end of the day, where is the ethical and moral line with a lot of these things? That's true. At which point does it become unsafe to be testing these things? And, you know, you can dive into stem cell research and all these other things and cause a lot of debates about it. But it, it did make me question a lot of those things. Secondly, most movies about the singularity or AI, they're based around the thought that, that it's good and it's going to help us, or they turn into horror. This is probably one of the first ones where it talks about AI becoming you know, evolutionary and it changing the way we as humans interact. That is true, and that was unique, and I thought that that was cool. So. But, uh, but overall, I, I would say that there were so many plot holes and so many things that just I would love to hear these plot did, holes. Not, did not feel like fully thought out. Let's hear the plot holes. Okay, okay, okay. So there, he's in this room, right? Um, so he's in this room, and he's downloading his his uh, his brain right into this computer, and and for some reason it's all working, and he's able to actually get it. Like they're able to actually get it all transferred over, and then he dies, and then. What makes it all work is them shutting down the computer that, and restarting not, it. That's actually not true because if you watch right before they shut it down, there's a little. Uh, I saw it. Is anyone there? He's trying to talk to him the whole time. But then, but then, as soon as they turn it back on, it like magically works. When your computer dies and you don't reset it and it doesn't magically work again, Mike. No, that doesn't not happen like that. to you because it happens to me all the time. Not like that. Yeah. Not with a human. You not with a human brain. We you can can't just on. restart a human we brain. We can move on. Transcendence is worth one watch. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go blow a ton of money. I give it a three point five. I give it a two point five. <laughs> I knew you would. And, but here's the thing. Like, no, they, so they, 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 no, no. They should have done it. They should have done it in the future. Twenty years in the future. Would have been more more. I think you need to watch some more YouTube. I think I think if you watch the tubs, I no, think No, you're stupid. <laughs> I'm stupid. They, I'm stupid yeah, because you're I understand stupid. This. They should have set the movie in more, further in the future. They shouldn't have have had like like this. There were so many like technological oh, things that were just so stupid, and they obviously don't have any idea how technology like really works. I mean, so when she goes and she plugs in this his brain to the internet. I will see. He's able he's able to upload like instantly his entire he consciousness. Four, he was running on four four like crazy uh, I can't even processors. Like I can't even remember what they call it. Yeah, them. yeah, whatever. Quad nano core processors, whatever. That doesn't matter. She she freaking plugs it into a satellite dish and expects like all of that data to be able to transfer instantly and 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 he's all oh hold on i got to go get the i got to go get the satellite drivers he's not even plugged into the internet and it shows him downloading the satellite drivers it's, it's so, like, not satellite, the it's not satellite internet that doesn't exist 
No, it does. It's extremely slow. But the fact that he has to like go download the drivers and that's like the key <laughs> hold up there is, oh, the drivers. It's so stupid. <laughs> when was the last time you had to download a driver, Ooh. Phil? If he really was the all-powerful yeah. superhuman it's computer, now. <laughs> then, he would, then he wouldn't have... Like, there were so many little little technological things like that that I thought were just stupid. And then, um, like, the whole, the whole, the guy getting kidnapped and then being, like, converted over, you know, like, I felt like the way that they did that, Kate Mara, who's in House of Cards, she's Zoe, so she's in, she's in Transcendence, and she was great, but she plays, like, this crazy chick. And, uh, you know, they, like, beat this guy up, and then in the end, she's, like, like that's the cause that everybody's standing behind, but she's still like this nutso chick and everybody still rallied with her. And it's like, no, they would have got rid of her a long time ago and they would have just handled it themselves with the government. That's the other thing. The government's involved and they send out like what a couple, a couple Jeeps and a couple tanks and the guys there watching and oh, there's our, there's okay, our okay, okay. and then there's the terrorist can... people that they're colluding with. Okay. And like, there were just so many stupid, okay, you got stupid little there. things. You, you got a couple good points there. I, I do think on the technology level, I think that um, it is more realistic than I think you give it credit for. I do think we're a long way off, but we're not 20 years off, especially if you consider how fast technology advances year over year over year over year. Okay. I will just say I think that. we're 20 especially, years. So, 20 years from now, we will come back and listen to episode 11, and, we, and I will just – I'll have this smug and 3D is still going to be around in 20 years, so suck it, and no, you're going to owe me one no. month's paycheck. No, it won't. <laughs> yeah, uh. it will. No. Moving on. Let's talk about our favorite things. Two point five stars. Okay. Two point five. All right. Number one. Stupid movie. You want to go every other? I kind of liked that it. last time. Let's do it. You want to start? Yeah, number one. Uh, earlier this year, I stopped at a Wendy's and they had a key fob that you could buy for a dollar that gives you a free junior frosty every time you order something. So I had a frosty today. It was great for free. I love Frosties. Did you get anything? But did you get anything else when you were in there? Yeah, you have to buy something. Then you get a free frosty. Oh. Well, that's how they get you. All right. Uh, well, how can other people get these? You know, I don't think you can get them anymore. I think it's just the beginning of the year. You go to Wendy's and then they'll sell them. It's just a fundraiser they do. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, uh, so probably my, my biggest favorite thing that I discovered in this last uh, week has been uh, a soap. So... Um, I discovered this company called Cellar Door Soap and Skin. And no, this is not just like a, a promo. <laughs> um, I really, I bought this soap and I have just been blown away. So uh, I'll put a link in the show notes, but uh, let me, so I bought, I bought two bars. They're six or six dollars a piece, uh, free shipping, I think. And uh, these, these bars are, they're just so cool looking. I mean, like they've got like this cool like texture along the top. The one that I got had like this almost like uh, like a, like incense, but it was like ground up and sprinkled on the top. So I bought I bought two. One is called Tickled Pink for my wife, and then the one that I bought was called Sex Machine. I mean for you, yeah. So let me <laughs> let me quickly let me quickly read you this little description. <clears throat> and this is like a black. It's like a black soap. So black as night and gold-like treasure. Some call this soap the panther, but we call it sex machine. Why? Well, just look at it. Smell it. Embrace it. We take fragrant cedar and infuse it with patchouli, sandalwood, and saffron, and then finish it off with a bash white 
brash white musk. Prepare your nostrils for an onslaught of titillating pleasure. Ooh. So this soap, it smells fantastic. It's so great. And uh, they also sent some other samples. So I got this one called Cabaret that smells wonderful. A eucalyptus spearmint, which smells just like toothpaste. Like, I feel like I'd be, like, washing my body with toothpaste. Nice. And uh, another one called Snake Oil that I washed my face with last night, and I, like, fell asleep just, like, just smelling myself. <laughs> I, I was so great. What's it called? It's called Cellar Door Soap and Skin. Okay. I'll, put a, I'll put a link in there, and I'll probably tweet out a link, too. Um, but, yeah, some great soaps and awesome, like, some awesome scents and fantastic design. Their packaging is just or their like their labeling on their on their soap is just beautiful. Cool. Really well designed. Cool. I'm gonna check it out. I love I love a good bar of soap. I switched from the body wash a, about a year ago. And I've been loving my soaps. Well yeah, definitely try this out. Cool. Alright, my number two, for those of you who are like me and like being more productive, um, anyone who's interested in e commerce or business you, you kind of have to be able to juggle a lot. And one of the best things I did was last year, um, I, I received a, or I purchased through a deal, and I'll talk about this, is my third thing, I'll talk about it later, but I purchased a course called Less Doing, The Art of Less Doing. You can go to lessdoing.com, and there's a guy by the name of Ari Mysel, and he's a pretty interesting guy, and he basically teaches you how to take better control of your life and not let technology necessarily run you but use technology to your benefits so he talks a lot about automation he talks a lot about using things one of my favorite things he talks about using the external brain and it's basically evernote which is free Hmm. one of the best things that he points out is the evernote web clipper have you heard of it mike yeah i love it yeah so pretty much he talks about instead of you trying to keep all these things in your brain and trying to remember these things use evernote as your key or your journal for things that you want to learn or want to study that you don't have time to now and there's the Evernote Web Clipper, which basically means anytime you're browsing and you see something you want to read or something you want to look at or remember, you just hit the button and it saves the page. And then anytime you do a Google search and it hits or reflects anything similar to what you have in Evernote, your notes show up in Google as well. So that was one of the coolest things I learned. And I was just reminded of it today in one of my classes. And I'm going to re, I still have access to the course. I'm going to redo it again because it, it made a huge impact in my effectiveness and my efficiency. So check it out. That's cool. I'll check it out. Lessdoing.com. Lessdoing.com. Awesome. So uh, my next two favorite things are actually, they could actually be combined into one. So I'm going to do that to save on time. Um, and uh, that's the Dollar Shave Club. You doing it? So I signed up for this a couple months ago, and I've been doing it for the last few months. And uh, now I know that there are some, like our, like our great listener, Craig, has mentioned to me, I think on Facebook, that there are some other companies that do similar services for cheaper um, with just as just as quality or higher quality blades and um, but I went with these guys just because it was in my face all the time and I liked the I don't know I liked their marketing campaigns I guess so um, Dollar Shave Club they send me they send me uh, razors every month which I don't really use and I, I've been getting them every month but I actually just barely switched to getting them every other month and they, so they send you four brand new razors and uh, my wife uses them too so that's great to not have to like remember to buy those. But then there's these other things that this other product that they sell, and this is my third favorite thing, and that is the one wipe Charlies. And uh, these are these are a wet wipe, <laughs> and uh, it's a flushable flushable wipe, but it is 
it's got like a like a kind of a minty smell and like it's got like a, <laughs> it's it's just wonderful. So uh, I'm one wipe Charlie. I'm a fan. <laughs> oh yeah, and they'll just send them to you. It's like four bucks, I think, for the for like a little little pack of them, and they just send them to you every month if you want them. Huh? Hey, very and they smell wonderful. On that note, I've been wanting meaning to ask you, where did you get your poopery? I got it on Amazon.com. Okay. I need to order some. Yeah, it's it's a lifesaver, that poopery. Okay, well, I could have combined mine as well. Let's hop to my number three, which is actually AppSumo.com, which is AppSumo. which is actually where I got the deal for the last doing um, productivity course. Mm-hmm. And AppSumo is awesome. It's like a Groupon or like a, a Woot deal of the day site for entrepreneurs. And they are, they're always posting great stuff. They always have great deals. Um, I got a, a full year of Team Treehouse for like, $79. I was able to teach myself. Yeah, I saw you tweeted uh, out. So anyway, if you're if you're into the entrepreneurial space or you want to really just you're really into just automation or improving your effectiveness and efficiency, check out appsumo.com. Got a lot of great stuff and a lot of great freebies too. That's awesome. Well, you know, speaking of great stuff, it wouldn't be a proper smelly cast episode without mentioning our wonderful sponsor, Summer, Summer Green, Green Manufacturing. Tankless.com, where they make point of use water heaters, save you time, save you energy. Chicago. Smelly bellies, if save you 5% at checkout. Mike. It's great. Great podcast. Well, yeah, man, I think that's it. We're, we're done. And, you know, uh, for those of you wondering, Gonna be, I'm gonna be out of town next week, so we're gonna have a special mini cast that gets dropped, and uh, it's you guys are gonna love it. So, um, let me let me find something to take you out on. Uh, Phil, do you have anything you want to say? I love you all. <laughs>